0: Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Hey everybody, this is your host, Tom Dahmer's. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Hope you guys are doing great. It's a beautiful day here in Minnesota. It is May 18th, and I am kicking off the 2018 vegetable gardening season by actually recording in the garden. So I'm sitting in a chair right by my garden beds, looking at everything, watching the bees zip by as they're heading to the lilacs that are blooming along the fence line here. And I thought, based on the success and how the sound quality was of a recent podcast where I was teaching kids about uh, gardening for Earth Day, I figured, hey, why not go outside at lunch and just... Zip a quick podcast. It's been so crazy around here that I just haven't had time to sit down and and crank out the podcast. I've actually got a couple that are saved right now, and I um, haven't had a chance to sit down and really go through those and get them edited. But next week is going to be a great week. It's going to be a really fun week. Actually, um, <laughs> there's a lot going on here. It's been a it's been a wild wild um, April and May and then we're going to finish it up in style uh, out in Colorado next week uh, and it kicks off on Sunday. Sunday night, if you saw the video and the Small Scale Life group and Small Scale Life Facebook group or you, my YouTube channel, you know that we are hosting a Small Scale Life Blood Sports. No, just kidding. It's not Blood Sports. But it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a nice uh, conversation between... Um, it's going to be all about urban gardening, asking the experts. And we are featuring Scott Hebert from Flavorable Far- Flavor- Flavorful Farms and Michael Bell from Dallas Half Acre Farms, and they're going to talk urban gardening. Michael's got questions. I think Scott has questions. We'll find out how urban gardening in Chilliwack Canada and also Dallas Texas differ and is the same I know watering is probably going to be one of those big topics because Scott's been working on his Michael he's he's doing a little bit off-grid situation there and I know he's concerned about watering his plants in that wicked Texas heat so this is going to be a great conversation so if you have questions for these titans of Market farming, urban gardening, urban farming. Uh, leave them at the contact us at small scale life page, or email me at real small scale life at gmail.com. and uh, we'll ask the questions. We'll ask the questions of these folks. It'll be a lot of fun to moderate that and be part of that conversation. So, of course, planes are flying overhead, but hey, we're recording outdoor, and this is this is a lot of fun. So, we're glad you're here today. I'm just going to talk about gardening. We'll talk about my garden. What what's going on, what I've been doing, and where we're going here uh, this year uh, in the garden and what I've got growing right now. So uh, if you saw, I did post a video earlier today, kind of walk through what's going on here. Uh, if you haven't seen that, go over to the Small Scale Life YouTube page and check that out. Um, but it's been a busy week. I have not posted any podcast this week just because uh, it's been... It's been crazy. Last week, I was in Superior, Wisconsin. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Came home Thursday night. Friday was home. Then uh, then Julie and I went up north for a little getaway. We were up north of Duluth. So I was up in Superior, came back south, then went back up north. And we were up in Two Harbors, just south of Two Harbors, Minnesota, and had a really good time up there. I'll share some of the pictures and stuff on the blog because it was a great great adventure. And uh, really, if you need to get away, that would be a great area to, to go. But it's just been crazy. And this week, it was out in the field. I had some big work projects to do. So there just wasn't a lot of time to get a lot done outside of work and, and life. But, uh, oh, and then we were planting, <laughs> planting and transplanting like crazy. So that's been, it's been just a wild end to May. And, um, uh, next week, I think I do, I'm doing a big circle here, but next week we'll have the podcast with Michael and Scott. Then I'm in Colorado and I'm in Colorado a week. And at the end of the week, I am going to see, Some great folks who have been on the Small Scale Life Podcast. Donnell Freeman, we're going to go to his farm, Freeman Family Farms, and we're going to hang out there with Michael Jordan, the Michael Jordan, and Scott Burns, um, and a bunch of other folks, and we're going to talk about uh, irrigating beds, is that what Donnell's calling them now? Wicking beds, self-watering systems. And we're going to talk about bees. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of things. So I'm hoping to get some great audio from those conversations and those presentations. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, But before we get into gardening, let's talk about a couple things. Um, You know, we are starting some affiliates here at Small Scale Life. So there will be some advertising coming up in future podcasts. One that uh, a couple that I would like to promote here this week is... um, uh, two from, uh, well, one is Website Cheetah. This is a new website creation um, company run by Kevin Geary, friend of, of, of mine, also creator of RebootedBody.com. But uh, WebsiteCheetah.com, he's got several packages. If you want to start a blog or a podcast and you need a website, or even if your website needs a little... Uh, Need some tuning up, go to website cheetah. Kevin can help you out. There's a four different uh, there's a couple different packages there for creating a website, and it it looks really good. You can get a website up, you can get a website with a blog, you can get a website with different features. And uh, you know, connect with Kevin at website cheetah.com. And there is an affiliate link here in the show notes. Click on that. You will help the Small Scale Life Podcast. If you like hearing our podcast and you want to hear more, you know, hey. Use the services and uh, we'll get a little donation which or a little, uh, little money there. That would be great, right? So that's Website Cheetah. Then we also have ArticleCheetah.com. If you already have a blog, if you already have a podcast, if you are a content creator on YouTube, if you're a concre- content creator, period, go to ArticleCheetah.com. I know from my experience that sometimes it's really tough to come up with an article. Then you come up with an article or a podcast or video, and you create it, you spend the time editing it, and you publish it, and then nobody shows up to listen to it. Isn't that frustrating? I mean, this stuff is hard enough, and then nobody shows up to listen or look at it. Well, what you need to do is go and improve your SEO. Well, how do you do that? Well, um, talk to Kevin over at what articlecheetah.com. You will get, if you subscribe to that service, you will get keywords that are that will rank high in searches and you will, um, you will rank better with your SEO. You will rank better when Google, when somebody's typing a specific question, you, you will be at the top if you use website cheetah and follow the steps there. So, or article cheetah and follow the steps there. So check that out. Go over to article cheetah.com. Again, I've got a link and, and using website cheetah.com or article you I will get, uh, you know, small scale life will get some money to, keep our lights on and keep us doing what we're doing so uh thank you everybody oh big shout out to greg burns over at nature's image farms i know he cut his finger using a table saw so everybody use uh use safety you know use good safety practices when you're working on your projects but um thank you very much greg we got a package in the mail from him we got um oh it was great we got comfrey we got a comfrey solve we got uh uh, we got some elderberry, a pear, apple, sea berry. Uh, was there anything else in there? It was great, and and it was a nice little bundle. I'm going to get that stuff planted. I've got a plan for where that's going to go that's for future podcasts but uh man it was so cool to get this package from nature's image farm they're all sold out now i think he does have confrey, so if you're looking for confrey, hook up uh over at nature's image farm they've got what you need and uh and go from there he won't even cut his hand while he's packaging this up we hope knock on wood (laughs) <laughs> so anyway that's enough of the affiliates thank you very much if you have a product uh, that you would like to sell or like me to talk about you know, reach out to me on the contact us page at smallscalelife.com or send me a note through realsmallscalelife@gmail.com. at gmail.com I would like to set up, and what I'm working on is setting up a business network, a network of small businesses for farming, for homesteading, for content creation, and it would be great if you would add your service there. Um, I, I've got one that I'll be talking about uh, early next week. That'll be a lot of. I think that will be really good, and um, and stay tuned for that. All right, so into today's topic. Enough of all that good stuff. I mean, that is really good stuff, and I can't wait to for you to try these products. So you really need to try that stuff out. Anyway, getting into today's topic, let's talk about starting the gardening season. I am here in the garden. It is beautiful out. The sun's out. There's not many clouds in the sky, and we are rocking back here. Like I said, the bees are zipping off to the blooming lilacs, which are just gorgeous along the fence line in the neighbor's yard here. The hostas are poking through. Cone flowers are coming. Different plants are popping. And just think, about a month ago, we had 22 inches of snow on the ground. It was a blizzard. Um, Less than two weeks ago, if you dug down more than a foot, you were hitting frost. You were hitting the Minnesota permafrost. And if you wanted to do any construction, you had to chisel through that stuff using uh, hydraulic jacks and everything. It is the turnaround, the spring... Never happened here. We went from blizzard to summer, instant summer. We had 80 degrees this week, and I just, you know, we did not get the rains that we usually do. Instead, we got a big dump of snow. But we just did not get the May, uh, the April showers. We did not get much in May either. Um, but the good thing is, is the ground heated up, the raised beds heated up, and um, it's funny. I, I really felt like I was behind. Um, you know, we went from blizzard to 80 degree temperatures, and then you feel like, man, I should really have something in the ground. And, uh, and so this week, I got at it. Uh, different cars going by. You can hear what's happening in my neighborhood, right? Um, and really, if you think about it, in the past couple years, there's some times where I was planting early to mid June, and uh, and now it's mid mid May. And I've got stuff in the ground. I've planted out my beds. And uh, and in all, re- in all regards, it's early, right? I mean, we're mid-May. Usually the f- last frost out date here in Minnesota is May 11th, and it's May 18th today. And I've got a full uh, everything planted out. I mean, I'm usually I'm usually a little nervous to plant this early because we're still getting some frost. Not happening, not happening now this year. So call it global warming, cl- call it climate change, call it every day but Tuesday. But I've got plants in the ground, and I'm pretty happy about that. Now I did feel bad about the seedlings. They were uh, they were captured in the seed trays, and they were they were busting out. Uh, they just the growth was actually starting to be stunted because they were so root bound and competing for spa- in space in those small little cells. And really, I should have uh, followed my plan that I laid out a few weeks, a uh, few months ago, and talk about early planting, mid summer or early summer planting, and gotten stuff transplanted quickly. But it just didn't happen like that. So I went right from seed tray right into the ground, if you can picture that. So I had everything in the seedling trays and rip bound and and competing for space because in some cases there were two plants in one cell so things were really fighting for space and uh transplanted that right into the ground here and uh, you know julie came out last night after i was watering everything we had a pretty warm day and uh, and she's like wow i think some of these plants look bigger already look at some of these peppers they're bigger and i'm like hmm yeah she might be right uh I think it might be it's psychological. I don't know. But you get that stuff out of those seed trays. You let those roots start to reach out and stretch their legs. And, man, everything is greening up nicely. Everything's looking pretty good. And some of my tomatoes, I have to say, were pretty root-bound, and they were, they were really pressed for space. They were pretty spindly, and, uh, and they are starting to come around. So in, in a span of a couple of days, I'm seeing, I'm seeing that they are starting to green up a little bit. And they are spindly. But uh, I think we'll be okay this year. I was a little worried about some of them. but <laughs> We'll see what happens. So what do I got in the garden beds? Uh, I've got two garden beds. Both are four by six square foot garden beds. Um, there is a trellis on the north side of both, both beds. It's really simple. It's a two by four constructed, constructed trellis with, uh, with three quarter inch um, electrical conduit. And I will trellis up. All of my tomatoes, and even the zucchinis. I will. I've got two zucchini plants. I'm going to try to trellis those as well because they can get big and they can chew up a lot of space. Um, so I'm going to see what I can do with that. It's going to be exciting. I've never trellis zucchini before, and uh, we'll just see what happens. <laughs> I'm kind of laughing because I know these plants are going to get big, and I'm just a little nervous they're going to crowd everything out. But we'll see what happens. Um, so I have two zucchini. I've got uh, three different, four different varieties of uh, tomato plants. I've got Alpaca Roma, and those were Seed Savers Exchange uh, seeds, and they they they're really I really like those tomatoes. So I'm looking forward to getting some of those. I have two cherry tomatoes that I got. Um, from a small um, nursery local nursery up in little falls minnesota earlier this week Um, nice folks up there the company's called bedding plants and the zucchini and the the um, jalapeno and the cherry tomatoes came from them Uh, so i you know it's always nice to shop with a local um, producer and, and get some nice looking plants so uh, I do have two cherry tomatoes that were from those folks. I have some of my own cherry tomatoes that I took seed from um, some uh, a volunteer cherry tomato plant from my place in St. Louis Park. And so I have some of those. And then finally rounding out the tomato list, I have San Marzano tomatoes. Love those plants. They cluster really, they're beautiful looking uh, tomato plants. And they get some really nice clusters of tomatoes of tomatoes and they taste great. So really excited about tomatoes this year. Um, keep those very hydrated. The ones I had last year, um, I think they got about mm, eight feet high. I'm usually used to them being about 15 feet high and that just might be a function of these garden beds. I'm not sure, but, um, you know, we'll see how they do this year. Let's see, what else do I got? So zucchini, tomatoes. Oh, I've got, uh, broccoli. I grew a bunch of broccoli and uh it's looking fantastic so i've got a row of that i've got a row of basil i've got actually a row and a half of basil love basil love pesto and then i bought uh, four purple kohlrabi from bedding plants up in little falls and those are looking really good too so i wanted to try kohlrabi especially the purple kind and we'll see how that shakes out in uh in the bed i call alcatraz <laughs> i'll tell you why in a minute i do have um, a variety i've got the peppers the zucchini and or sorry the tomatoes zucchini and i've also got a ton of peppers in this one julie uh, helped out the other night and she did a great job planning peppers so i've got red peppers I've got banana peppers, i got pepperoncinis, i got jalapenos, I've got um, sweet bell peppers, those are green pepper. I've got the orange bell pepper, yellow bell pepper, red bell pepper, and sh- 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 anything else? Beauty of podcasting with a recorder, I can get up. Orange, yes, orange. I'm more banana peppers. So we are still We are styling with peppers. We've got a ton of peppers. It's going to be a great year. It almost didn't start out too great, though. Um, If you saw, I did a Facebook live stream the other day that did not go very well. It didn't, for some reason, I lost connection or lost sound in half, during half uh, (laughs) during half the broadcast. So that was a little frustrating. Um, Basically, I was frustrated, so I grabbed the phone and started squawking into it. Um, I had planted the night before. I came out, and already the rabbits had chewed through the fencing in Alcatraz. uh, It's this cheap, green, plastic fencing that they sell at Walmart or Home Depot or Lowe's or Menards. It's that cheap, plastic crap. And the rabbits use it as an appetizer. They use it to clean their teeth as they go in and come out. And uh, already I'd lost um, two zucchini plants that had been chewed on. Um, I've got two left, thank God. But then I lost some peppers. I lost uh, some. something was sitting on a tomato. Um, I lost two peppers. It was so frustrating. It was all out of the Alcatraz bed. Um, I used to call it bed one. I'm calling it Alcatraz. So, uh, in frustration, the next day, I pulled off that green green fencing, and it's funny. You start one project, and sometimes it spins into two or three projects, right? So, I was just going to simply replace the green cheap fencing with the chicken wire. No, that didn't quite happen that way. Well it's going to lead to other projects. We'll just put it that way. As I started to pull off the fencing, I suddenly noticed how bad these uh the raised bed is. I've got some rotted out sections. I've got two boards in particular that are in really 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 bad shape. The stakes um holding up the fence, a couple of those are in really bad shape. Um, you know, wood just it weathers, wood weathers and rots, and it and you know, when you have wet soil up next to wood, it's going to take its toll. And um, you know, in the main, the original beds were four by four, and then Julie's dad added on a two by four section, so they're four by six. Uh, but that original four by four is rotting out pretty bad, and I think this might be the last year uh, for these two beds. So, as I pulled off this fencing. And I should have done this last year, but I didn't. Um, but as I pulled off this green fencing, a couple of sidewalls just completely fell apart. Um, I think the fence is holding this thing together, to be honest with you. And uh, it's time, to, um, time for a new plan, time for a new garden bed. Uh, we will... I will work with these two beds this year, um, just, you know, trying to save up resources. And, and uh, you know, if you use website cheetah or article cheetah, you're contributing to building new bu- garden beds here, you know. So use those two services, right? <laughs> Shameless plug. But, um, but I will be replacing these two garden beds uh, in the future here, but I'm going to work with what I got this year. Uh, that was really frustrating to pull off that fence and have the... F- sidewalls of these two garden beds uh this garden bed fall apart (laughs) it's just it was it was oh the video it doesn't have sound and thank god it doesn't doesn't because i was i wasn't cursing a blue streak but i was uh i was pretty frustrated and uh you know when things aren't going right and then the things are starting to fall apart on you it just it gets you it, it really messes with you but um Bottom line, long story short, I got the fence, I got uh, the chicken wire up. Rabbits will not chew through chicken wire. Cats will not get in through the chicken wire. The chicken wire is about uh, two feet tall and nothing is going to get in there. I didn't have any problems with the bed I did last year when I replaced the chicken wire. So um, we're good in that front. We're real good in that front. Um, there's a, a new situation. Um, last night, uh, we were playing with, um, a dog. Uh, we had dog over and, um, she, the dog is half lab, half pit pit bull. So she's burly. And, uh, we were playing ball with her in the backyard. And, uh, as she ran near one of the gardens, her, her, her torso kind of nailed one of the stakes. Um, it didn't phase her one bit. Trust me nailed uh one of the stakes of the garden on the on this on garden bed number two and it's actually snapped the snake the stake i mean it's still kind of holding together but man it was a these stakes are pretty dry rotted so um yeah we're gonna have some garden rebuild projects coming um these beds just are falling apart as we speak and that's just life um You know if if you're new to gardening and you're and it's great to build those uh those raised beds i've done it i've had garden beds for years and i've raised i've done raised bed wooden using wood uh you will be replacing them eventually it's just time sun is real baby the real time right there <laughs> it's just time sun water and wet soil it will do that to wood and um, you know it's just going to happen over time so you'll be replacing those and um, you know as as i think about how i want to do this going forward um, you know the stocky dog is probably going to be part of our future for for the foreseeable future and um, you know rabbits are part of this neighborhood. Uh, They are very hungry rabbits, and uh, so factoring those two pieces in, and um, the fact that wood does rot over time. I'm really considering what Donnell Freeman's doing out there. We talked about it last year in one of our podcasts last year. I'll have a link to the show notes, but we talked about self-irrigating systems using water tanks, self-watering systems using uh, corrugated steel. And uh, I do have this piece of steel that I bought last year. I think it's uh, 2 feet tall, 16 feet long. And I was thinking about cutting it in half and building a 1 foot tall, 16 feet long uh, self-wicking bed. But I, you know, just to eliminate the need for fencing to uh, keep the burly dog out of it, I'm thinking I might just keep that 2 foot high bed and go with that um like i said it's going to eliminate some things yes the material cost is going to go up because you are going to have to fill that that space with compost and 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 good dirt good soil and also your yourself you're getting system underneath but um but i'm thinking i might go that route um you know to to really limit this um the the rotting bed wood problem so that's something i'm going to be pondering as i go out to colorado and and look at donnell systems out there i'm really excited about that and really have a good conversation about what he's doing and see it firsthand and and uh get a feel for how his work i'm really excited about that so hat tip to donnell and thank you for inviting me out um you know it, it's it'll be a good change i think Um, and I've had some really good luck with self-watering, um, self-watering systems and, uh, having a big bed like that, man, that could be a total game changer. So I've got a place picked out for it already where I'm going to set this one. And, uh, when I get back, maybe even on Sunday, I might start building this thing and, uh, see what I can do. So I've kind of rambled on here for a little bit. What else can I say? Oh, yes. Um, so those are the two garden beds. I do have stuff. Uh, like I said, they're planted out. I'm considering building another planter. Why? I have more stuff. I haven't even started planning yet. Um, I've got a ton of peppers and I'll be giving a bunch of these away, but I've got a ton of peppers left. I want to grow cucumbers. I haven't even started those. I did want to grow some sugar snap peas. Haven't started those yet. Um, cucumbers, 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 want to have pickles this year. I did not make any last year, but I want to make some this year. Um, I would like to grow some of my own. And then, um, I don't think I'll have any more tomatoes, but, um, uh, I do have dill. I'd like to get some dill going. Um, we're going to have a smaller herb garden that's separate from all that. I'll have some oregano, maybe some basil, thyme, that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, whatever's left. I think that um, the cucumbers and maybe some peppers might might do me in. That might be enough there. Oh, and the dill. So, yeah, there's more stuff that I want to plant. I haven't even talked about lettuces and arugula and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I've got to figure out a place for that. I was really starting to think about um, going back to the vertical garden concept and use this fence line by attaching a guard, uh, a rain gutter to that, putting soil in it, and then growing off of that. Huh. So <laughs> there's just a lot of stuff in the works. Um, I even have some planters I could plant it inside because I know in this heat, in the summer heat, and we're getting summer early, lettuce goes to bolt and gets gets a little rough. Um, doesn't last long is what i'm trying to say so i'll figure out the lettuce thing you know maybe this weekend i'll do some thinking about it but um but yeah i need to get this other planter going and uh, get that set up and give it a shot so so that's what's going on here at small scale life Uh, a lot of planting a lot of traveling and um there's some articles I need to write, uh, some podcasts I need to edit, some things we got going on. Uh, so, what are those things you might be asking? Well, we've had some great podcasts that are I'm keeping in my back pa- my back pocket at the moment. I've got um, a interview with a gentleman from Ohio that I need to finish and get posted. I've got another great interview with my friend Jay and Greg Burns that I need to edit. It's all about homesteading so there's been a there's a lot of noise out there about homesteading and how this is the homesteading why the why you want to homestead why would you want to homestead it's a really good conversation it's about we spent about two and a half hours talking and uh i've got it recorded and uh it's gonna be great so yeah, we've got some really good stuff coming up for you. Um, also, Julie and I are talking about another minimalism podcast. So we got a lot going on, everybody. There's a lot going on here at Small Scale Life, um, <laughs> and and the other articles I wanted to write is just just some photo logs of our trips here: trip to uh, to Harpers, trip to Superior, trip to, oof, all over Winona and down uh, down the mississippi river valley we did that uh, three weekends ago now oh trip hunting uh spring turkey hunting show you the land i really want to show you the land and uh take you there i've got video from this earlier this spring that i've got that is really good a lot of different little videos of parts of the land and really kind of walk you through it um so yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I will be producing here. So stay tuned, everybody. It is going to be an exciting year here at Small Scale Life. Now you might have you might have remember me uh, thanking Greg Burns for that package of things that I got, uh, different plants um, that I got, trees and, and, and plants. What am I going to do with that? Where am I going to put this on this little homestead, this little urban homestead? What if I told you? it might not go here at this little urban homestead. What if it goes to my land and I build an, start building an orchard and a place there? That'd be pretty cool. Wouldn't it? That'd be a great little project. So stay tuned. Got some ideas there for doing that and uh, we'll see where this takes us. So that's all I had for you this week here on Small Scale Life. It's been a busy week. Um, I hope you're having a great week. You know, Let me know if you have any questions about gardening. We can answer those. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, remember to share this with some friends. Share this with your family. Listen to it a couple times. And hit Website Cheetah. Hit Article Cheetah. Help out Small Scale Life. Help out yourself. start a small business. Maybe you want to be a content creator too. It's kind of fun <laughs> and it doesn't have to be super expensive. So thank you for tuning into small scale life. I am your lovable host Tom. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you real soon, everybody. Remember, always continue to learn, do and grow, and come along with me as we go journey to Colorado next week. And I take you on some other little adventures. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll catch you real soon. This is Tom from Small Scale Life. See you soon. Bye.